peep game, you know what it is. It's your man SKYZOO Skyzoo. Live out the borough, all the way out in Japan. Doing it the only way I know how with the Mega Late Show. Let's get into it, baby. Yes, sir. Yeah. I, it was, it was wild out the window. Last night. Yeah, wild yeah, out the so window. Nice. Oh, y'all were shooting a music video, right? Yeah, yeah we took. It started raining, actually, like maybe an hour before. And I was like, maybe we should record tomorrow. It rained a bit, and then I was like, oh, so crash. Yeah. I was really surprised about that, but that was all good. It worked out really well. Yeah, fingers crossed every time. Yeah, yeah, shit works out. Yeah, man. Let me yeah, go ahead and yeah. bring us into this shit. Uh, peace. I am Mega, Robinson Mega of the Mega Late Show podcast. This is that podcast, the Mega Late Show. Hey. Number one <laughs> hip-hop and dope culture podcast. I say dope culture, but by that I mean just anything that's really dope. You know what I mean? <laughs> we like one, we had Chris Mosdale of you know Yellow Magic Orchestra. He's like, by dope, do you mean drugs? And I was like, I mean sometimes, <laughs> you know what sure. I mean? Sometimes, but really it just means creative culture, man. Yeah. And um, I guess before we get started, let me first give a, a rest in peace to uh, Brother Nazim Richardson. You guys familiar with him? Oh yeah, yeah classic box training. That. Shout out to him for uh, finding out that Antonio Margarita was uh, putting plaster in his wraps and then proceeded to get his ass beat by Shane Mosley. So rest in peace to Brother Nazim Richards. I'm not exactly sure how he died because I just saw the news last night and that was the second pass in this week that kind of bugged me out. Also, shout out and uh, rest in peace to Michael Brooks. Uh, I imagine you guys probably don't aren't familiar with him, nah, but he was, nah. a, he was a, a, in the kind of... Uh, Marxist leftist media space and uh, he was in my opinion really uh, one of the best to do it uh, he was pushing for a cosmopolitan view of socialism and just has some really powerful uh, international based positions that I think that uh, generated a lot of steam and converted a lot of people further to the left so I advise all of you to go check out uh, old episodes of his of his show uh, the Michael Brooks show as well as uh, the interviews that he's been doing with Jacobin so uh, rest in peace to both of them. Also, um, rest in peace to the nose hair. I decided to kind of trim it up, you know, with the mask <laughs> on. You don't got to do that, but you know, you know what I mean. Like I, I feel, I feel a way about it because like the nose hairs are protecting that. me from allergies. You know what I mean. <laughs> but because of this, uh, this idealistic view of beauty, I can't just let my nose hairs grow naturally yeah, they and lock up. You, you know what I mean? It's not a good look. <laughs> You know what I mean? But I don't have to worry about that stuff because That's I, you know true. what I mean? But, but yeah, yo, thank you uh, all the beautiful people of the world for tuning in again. This is episode number 118. Dang. Boom. Uh, wow. Boom. Oh, this one more crazy. thing I want to let y'all motherfuckers know about, and I would say motherfucker here, but not on this podcast because it is kind of more of our serious views and things that I uh, partition intentionally on this podcast. But I have also been working on a vodcast with uh, writer Tracy Jones who uh, the podcast is called The Fire This Time. It is a group of us black folks uh, talking about uh, politics and how we feel about a variety of things. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, you the last episode we did was with um, writer Baye McNeil, who you guys should all be familiar uh, to as a prominent figure, a uh, prominent black voice here in Japan, constantly on NHK and things of that doing god's work to uh, bring recognition to the types of plights and peril that uh people of color and uh, all all shades of color face out here as outsiders so shout out to that check that out that's on um youtube the fire this time tracy jones and yeah so fucking mega late show which i say fucking on quite a bit <laughs> <laughs> 
we yeah. out here. How's the late doing? I haven't spoken to him in like a week. I asked him if he saw the uh, the daylight um, uh, K, uh, Tay Rock uh, battle, the the rap battle, because that was kind of wild. But he said he just only saw a clip of it. So, but he should yeah. be fine. Shout out to late. You know, he's not here right now. He's 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 transitioned to to back to Atlanta. To a higher plane. Yeah, he's AKA back in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, you know what I mean. So he's out there. You know what I mean. Working. I don't know what he's doing right now, but uh, I'm sure he's fine. Uh, but yeah, yeah, he'll be back soon. I think he's going to release nice. a conversation that we had with um, over the phone with uh, Neil Armstrong, not the uh, astronaut, but the legendary Filipino wow. turntablist homie. We just spoke about him. Last yeah, week. yeah, he's yeah, he's sure. amazing. So yeah, we we have a conversation there, and I think it gets quite political. But I'm not sure if Lay's going to release that or but or not. Conversation with you turn political. <laughs> You'd be surprised how often it just doesn't happen on this podcast. Really? I intentionally partition a lot of views. Like people yeah. that listen to the podcast know that I'm a leftist, but they probably don't realize like my positions on a variety of different things. So yeah, yeah that, that, that happens more often on the fire this time. So if you're into that, yeah, you know, get Definitely. at me, dog. <laughs> get at me, dog. I'm sorry, I got I got all those DMX joints stuck in my head. Let me stop rambling and, and get into uh, my guest host piece. Go ahead, introduce yourself. What's up? Yeah, last time you introduced me, <laughs> yeah, I was I'm in not like doing that this time, dog. You uh, here right, two right, weeks right, in a row, right, just right. figure the shit out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so uh, should I say uh, my name first? No, okay. So it was here, Ghost Pops, uh, rolling through. I've been trying to get my boy Jay in in this spot Yo. for so long. So it's I feel really blessed to be sharing this with you too. So that's dope. Yeah, I go by the name of Jay Protagonist. You know, this is my first podcast, so, you know, it's good to be here, you know, get the vibes right. It's nice to be in the building. I'm glad I'm here. Mega, thank you for having me. Yeah, no doubt, yeah, fam. let's keep it moving. We all about this community. so smooth. Yeah, yeah, silky smooth. You look yeah. familiar to me like I went to school with your older brother or some shit, like mad <laughs> familiar to me. But that's good, you know, yeah. that type of recognition breeds, yeah. uh, breeds safety and community. So, um, shit, right. Ghost Pops, I mean, you didn't even say what you do. You just like a know, figure right? out here. Like, <laughs> I'm Ghost Pops. Like, people have no idea. That, Ghost. But you oh, are, you I are. I did either. Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me go <laughs> yeah, ahead and okay. clear it up. Yeah, okay. So, like I said, I go by Jada Protagonist. I'm a rapper. You know, I got my stuff on Spotify. Me and Ghost Pops got like 11 more in the pocket. You know, so, you know, if you like what you're hearing right now, I would advise you to go to Spotify mm. and check it out. Put something in your mm. ear. And I got more for you. I got more for you. So, you know. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> I rarely, rarely Bruh. use the sounds on the joint, but you know, I just had to do it. I don't want you to feel marginalized by this, though. I want you to make sure that you can make all your little ad libs on the side, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't don't feel intimidated by the 404. Just hit us with a pop. You know what I mean? Every. every <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm down for the gun mouth sounds. Cool. All right. Yeah, but no, Ghost Pops is a, is a producer. You are a producer, yeah, producer. musician. Uh, engineer, you run a studio That's out it. here, Tokyo Dope City. Yeah. You're working with a variety of artists um, and building and everything like that. And also, you are my brother. And yeah, so, man. you know, I appreciate you coming out here. You know what I mean? Best, but with the coronavirus and all, I, we're social distancing as best as we can in this yeah. room. It's but probably a dangerous podcast because like, Jay and I were in Kabuki Cho last night. Jesus, dog. I would have yeah, canceled man. on you guys. If I was <laughs> on this Shut this shit down right now. <laughs> Yeah, try to put your mask back on. No, uh, <laughs> but yeah, be careful out there on the streets. I'm we still not doing it. We only went to a few yet. hostess clubs. It's okay. Mm. We were fine. Just saying, a few <laughs> of them was fine. Was no he's like, he's like, uh, we had condoms on, but we didn't wear face masks. 
Yeah, I get it. I know the vibes, man. Goon maneuvers uh, 2020. Let's keep it. Let's keep it going. No comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, this podcast. Uh, you know, we're gonna get to 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 talk to Jay and find out a little bit oh, of yeah. more about oh, you. Yeah. Second half, we're gonna share some of the new music you got coming out, some of the music you have coming out. Oh, yeah. I think we're also gonna do some live freestyles, which oh, yeah. which happens yeah. sometimes when we have MCs in here. You know what I mean? It happens. That's only sometimes. right. Got my yeah. Absolutely on. necessary. Word, word. But but yeah, also go back and check out Ghost Pops on the last episode we did with a uh, producer, multi instrumentalist Nair B. Yeah, that bro. that joint that just Rich came out Brian, last week. Like real talk, after the podcast, we went and had dinner, and we realized like how many actually like how many circles like we were all like a part of, and he had like watched a bunch of my like music videos and stuff already. He didn't even mm. know this mm. is the stuff I ghost produced. Tokyo is wonderful so like, for that yeah. man. You realize yeah, really, you're connected yeah. with people. He's the sweetest yeah, dude. He's so nice. That's really my nice cousin, dude. man. Yeah. Like uh, I didn't yeah, realize it, but that's the thing. Like uh, I mean, I don't know. It's a weird hierarchy, though. But like usually, when I met like a bro- meet a brother, I'm usually like this is my brother. But when I meet a Filipino cat, automatically they become a cousin because that's just how yeah, it was yeah. with the family tree. You know what I mean? Like that's my Calabash that. cousin. So uh, yeah, shout out to the young homie. He's gonna come through one of these days and. Bring his girlfriend. We're gonna eat some of the chicken parts that I normally wouldn't eat and shit. Uh, they be yeah, eating yeah. the fucking chicken head feet. and the feet. Gizzi, and chicken feet. I, I don't. Good. I only fuck with muscles. I'm uh, only eating bro, the muscles. I, I saw. I saw the KFC <laughs> in the fridge. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> I actually thought about taking one. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the Colonel's original recipe, mm, doc. Bro. He stole that from slaves. You win again this time, devil. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. Now, like, uh, Nation of Islam Obama is, is a little running joke that Michael Brooks used to do. So I'm shouting out uh, Nation of Islam Obama. You know the vibe. Shit. I got these so beats playing in the background, but let's go ahead and get into uh, these beats are from, who is it? Nolan the Ninja, who I've, uh, yeah, Nolan the Ninja. This is uh, off of his, I forget the name. Yeah, I'll play some of his beats for about the next 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, I've been nice bumping that Nebby yeah. joint, yeah. actually, since I was on it's the It's fire, right? It's fire. It I should just put that shit on, but let's keep rocking with this. And I'll put I don't want to put you on front street. Yeah, no, 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 I do that. You know, you know the vibes. You know the vibes. But, Jay, where the fuck are you from? I mean, All right, let, so me, let me ask that more in, in a more nice way. So where are you from, dog? <laughs> All right, so basically, now that I'm out here in Japan, I tell everybody I'm from D.C. Because I'm actually from a place called Oxen Hill. But nobody knows what that is. So, I mean, basically, Oxon Hill, D.C., the DMV area DMV. Is, is what is most commonly mm. known as. D.C., Maryland, Virginia. Uh, yeah, that's where I'm from. That's where I rap. And that's what it is. Huh, I just realized DMV. what DMV stands yeah. for when you said that. I don't think I've ever... Department of Motor Vehicles. Yeah, I don't think I ever put any thought into it. It was just yeah. like, oh, it must be some slang. Like, where I'm from, we call it the Basin. And so it's like... Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I just saw it was just a name that old heads mm. came up with before yeah. I was born. Huh. Yeah, that's wild. All right, that's yeah, cool. that's where I'm from. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, how long you been in Japan? Uh, going on, uh, going on three years, man. It's so, is I came here, thought it'd be like a year, but yeah, I like it here. It's nice, it's peaceful, it's dope. Why'd you stay? Stayed cause you know I wasn't I wasn't done after the first year. I hadn't met the person I needed to meet to help me progress in music, and then I met you. And then, and then, boom! That's why. That's why we're doing what we're doing right now. That's it. That's you guys might think that he's pointing yeah. to 
ghost pass, but he's actually <laughs> pointing to me. Then he went to me, and he found yeah. direction. Like, you know, your name is protagonist, so I don't know why you hang out with the fucking villain over here. <laughs> Bruh, ghost pops. It. It's ghost pops the antagonist. Link up it's a comic book link up thing. Mm. It's like that's it. I'm taking him to the dark side, but it's like he got so much to say. Yeah. He got so much soul. So it's like he put that spin into it, and it's like I, I know it's undeniable to me. Mm. Yeah, you deny it. I mean, come. Uh, you want to come talk about it? Come yeah. talk about it. Listen. Now you, uh, you actually played some of his music for me about a year and a half ago, maybe uh, quite a, quite a while ago. And I was At like, yeah. he's like, yo, when we get something together, I want him to come through yeah. to the show. And I was like, you know, no doubt, let's make it happen. But I recently saw that you put out some music, uh, uh, just recently. Yeah, uh, yeah. I saw it on Instagram, and I was like, oh, now's the time to reach out to this young protagonist. Yeah. <laughs> word. So what do you got? What do you got coming out right now? Is All it, right, is so it something to drop? As of right now on Spotify, I got my, I got my, I got coffins and I got grit, but you know we got we got quite a few. We got broccoli coming up. Actually, yeah, our best joints are all in the pocket yeah, right now. Basically, like, we sitting on we sitting yeah. on fire right now. What was that joint you played on the podcast last week? There was a mad summer vibes. Broccoli. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. Dog, see, I fuck with broccoli too. Yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought you were. That's my. That's kind of my joint. Yeah. All right, so coffins or grit? What? Which one should I play? I'm all just gonna right. put it in the background right all now. Bucks. Right? Most definitely, coffins. Coffins. Yeah. Let's oh, do that. Yeah. Right, let's look at, let's give him a taste. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Listen to Yo, your boy, man. Up. Went from macking and slacking to handing out this wreckage. Uh, iceberg and these Titanics. I wreak havoc in seconds, and then I go back for seconds. I feel like we made this joint so long ago. We did. How long ago is this so long ago? It's at least a year, right? Okay. Well, about close to that, I guess. Yeah. You produce this beat? Some, yeah. I did, I did everything mm. on this. Everything that Jordan and I do is huh. it's all just 50-50, okay. him and me. So it's like an Eric B. and Rakim type of collaboration yeah, going 1, on. 1, yeah, 1,000%. Okay, that's we on a team, yeah. Writing. Yeah. Uh, our group name is... Uh, Colored people time. <laughs> Colored people time. <laughs> Yo, can I be a part of it? Yeah, of I mean, I'll just you hit the triangle. Oh yeah, I'll just hit the freestyle late, sessions and so, shit. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always late to your shit, so it's yeah. like yeah, I'm definitely, you're definitely part of it. Yeah, I'm fucking with it. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and go go back into some beats right Please. now, but yeah. but we'll play some more of the music uh, in the second part of the podcast and also rock the freestyle and shit. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Looking forward yeah, to that. Yeah. Where where does the uh, where does the name come from? Uh, you know, names are hard. It's like the most difficult part of of of, of rapping, man. I I used to be what what was my first rap name? It was JB. It was it was Jay Kilmore. It was Josh Kilmore. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah, it was it was. Can't even remember the last. Oh, CFJ. You remember CFJ? Yeah. Damn, back in the day. I was like, yo, yeah. change that, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but yeah, not gonna name, lie. Names are names are difficult. This I didn't want to be another little Wayne, little yeah, whatever, should. or young blah 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 yeah. blah. I Yo, think we have enough of those. What was yeah, what was I my so. what was my name I suggested for you that you didn't go with? Which can you please tell everybody? I can't remember what it was. Oh, Prayer Jordan. <laughs> Prayer Jordan. Yeah. Mm. I told you about the pseudonym thing. I'm okay. on a mad thing because like that's. I got the wild pseudonyms too, dog. I know. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. God Mega. Master Quality Goon Allah. B Boy Omega Legs. Well, that's right. Voltron that BC. <laughs> Marcus Blast Poise. Oh, like Remark Mosaic. Marquee Neutral, Damn. Grand Mega Flowers, Tony Fucking Honey, 
Tony Honey. They sound that's, like that's, that's, my, that's my R&B lounge singer uh, <laughs> pseudonym. I was going to say that's <laughs> Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah, a few. That's cool. I like it. Well, that's a, that's a hip-hop thing and shit. I've actually got more because, you know, when you're a graph writer, you go through. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Where, that's where, like, I used to write Voltron BC for a minute. That's nice. Yeah. I used to, Voltron was, before Christ. When I was doing graph stuff, I was kicking it with a lot of Korean cats in high school. So I think I called myself shochu if i remember correctly mm. and it was like i didn't know you know anything about it. i just drank it at mm. korean house yeah. parties like just like drinking used to battle each other mm. it's like and when i was like doing all that tagging and shit which i regret just yeah. all the kids out there if you tagging shit don't tag your own neighborhood because then or you just gotta, be really you gotta, fast then you gotta drive by it every time and feel regret <laughs> i'm telling yeah. you just don't do it. No, nah, definitely tag your own neighborhood. I, I I disagree with you tremendously. Like, do that first and foremost. You start you start at the center and then that. you expand outwards. You know what I mean? Jam culture yeah. up. All right, I like your perspective on it too, yeah. but still. Yeah, I mean, agree to disagree. <laughs> nah, let's keep it moving though, man. So let's you're you're it, you you look like a young dude. Yeah, well, I mean, I, you got I, face hair and shit, but you look like a young dude. I, I, I appreciate that, man. That sounds like feeling, a diss. I'm feeling pretty old. As these days pass, I'm 26 right now. Okay. So yeah, you know, you know, you know, you get to that age where should I should I keep rapping? Should I keep you know pursuing this? Mm. But it's really no question on whether or not you know whether or not I should stop. You Bro, know? you coming into your prime yeah, right we, now? Yeah, we we move and we progress. Locomotion. But yeah, like I was saying. That was uh, a, no. uh, a Mega Late Show trademark <laughs> dropout. You know what I mean? I got to get a new laptop, dog. But, you know, sorry so to cut the train of thought off. But, but you were saying? But, yeah, like I said, you know, you know, rapping is like a, it always seems like it's a, it's a, it's a young dude's game, you know. Mm. You know, feel like, you know, should have been famous at like 18, 19. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like I'm older now. So, you know, if I, you know, if, if I do blow up, you know, you know, if things do go as planned, you know, I feel like I'd be able to carry it better. You know, I'm more mature. I can handle a little, little bit more. You know, yeah. I ain't trying to get arrested. I ain't trying to get shot. You know, rappers tend to find themselves in precarious situations. Right. And I'd yeah. rather avoid that as much as Did I can. So I think being older, you know, helps me be a little bit more prepared for whatever this lifestyle might bring. Is yeah. that the goal for you? Uh, I'm sorry. You won't you won't you go ahead? I was going to ask, like, uh, does, do you think that gives you, like, more material to work with like, i think so yeah because when i when i first started like before i started rapping i wanted to write books so i was like an author yeah. and I, I started writing a book and i finished the first chapter and you know the whole time i was writing it i was like yo i don't read books none of my friends read books you could pull something up on a tablet they got audio books but for real for real this is not yeah. what i want to do That's so i figured time, i may yeah. as well Instead of trying to write a book and try to like publish it and advertise that, figured I may as well, you know, do something I enjoy and, yeah, and, yeah. and kind of make myself the book, advertise myself, mm, you know. Mm, so that's kind of how dope. I got to this point. So all that time spent, you know, uh, you know, in my youth, I was still writing. So I always been writing, yeah. but I ain't feel like like I should start rapping until I got like a little bit older, mm. like college and whatnot. The, the book was just rehearsal. Yeah, basically, yeah, that's 100%. what it was. I'm gonna tell you straight up though, man. Motherfuckers should be reading books. Yeah, I'm always in the middle of two or three books. Right. Like, Would I you read sure. anything? Anything you might recommend? Oh, fuck. Like, get at me after the podcast. I recommend ah, you. you. <laughs> I mean, what do you want to learn? What do you want to talk about? Like, yeah, uh, a variety. I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm always within. Like, for for my whole adult and 
child life, I've, I'm always in the middle of a couple books. So I can yeah. give you some literature before you leave here. But um, yeah, yeah. What, but what I'm getting from this is that you wanted to express yourself in a creative way, but also allow it to reach more people. Basically, so, you know, yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't want to spend so much time writing something, put all this effort into it, and then nobody read it or nobody care. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. at least with at least with with music and rap, I could hop on Instagram and say, "Hey, check out my song," or I could rap with my friends. You can't really be social with a when you're writing like a novel yeah, or something right, like that. So right. you know, and Music's I didn't enjoy cool. it. More oh, digestible. Yeah, so, right. So, yeah. Of course. It seemed like the, the path of least resistance mm. and also more fun. So and I and I just got good at it over time to in my own opinion. Mm. You know, so it was it was a it was a no brainer. How, how long have you been rapping? <laughs> I've been rapping since twenty fifteen, so about five years now. Okay. Yeah. So your goal is to you would like to make as much money as possible off of your art? The thing is, the thing about it is... I heard you mention blow up, so I'm yeah, just asking. So, yeah, the thing is, um, I started rapping because, you know, of course, brother got to make money at the end of the day. Uh, and, of course, you know, I, I enjoy it, so I'm always going to do it, whether or not the money come or not. But, yeah, of course, in a perfect world, yeah, I'm trying to blow up, I'm trying to get the money, trying, trying, trying to be on, you know, Billboard Top 100, trying to be like whoever, your favorite artist, yeah. and trying to be in that conversation in the mm. barbershops, you know, top five top top greatest of all time you know you know i'm not i'm not saying That's i'm the it. i'm the best i'm not saying that that you know i'm i'm coming for everybody even though i basically am yeah but at the same time I mean, you know i'm I mean, trying you've literally said that yeah that's, i mean <laughs> that's that's kind of uh that's a perspective that any hungry rapper should have yeah of course you know I mean? I yeah. well i guess it depends yeah. because but, like, yeah. anybody oh, who says right. Anybody who says that they're, they're making music and they're like, oh, just make it for me and I don't want people to listen to it, they're a fucking liar. Yeah. I'm just telling you that as a creative person, it's like, if you're not, if you don't want as many people as possible, do you know how cold it is when you release something and it's like one play? Oh, yeah, that was my girlfriend. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, man, what's the point of doing all the work? Right. It's, it's, it's rough. So it's like, anyone who tells you that they don't want to do that, they say they're a liar. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a lot to say about yeah. the difference between the kind of competitive nature that's kind of cooked into yeah. hip hop that isn't that's necessarily it. cooked into other genres. Yeah. You know? yeah. Of course, you yeah. want to be great and you want people to like you maybe more than the next person. But in hip hop, nobody's saying like who had better bars like Bob Dylan or Tom yeah. Waits. You <laughs> yeah. know what right, I mean? Right. In hip hop, there's a, a competitive component. Yeah. And and people try to move towards an objectivity of who is better yeah, at doing this. And why do y'all think that is? Nobody ever really talks about that. Like, why is hip hop so competitive? Like, it's, it don't need to be that way. You know? Is it? Oh. Is it? Is it? Does it go back to the way you know? You know? You know? Black folks. You know? They always say. You know? The 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 saying crabs in a bucket or crabs yeah, in a barrel. We always tend to pull each other right. down. Does it go back? Does it lend itself to that? Is is I, is that the reason? Or I've actually never thought of it from that I, perspective really. before. I mean, yeah, I, there there's a lot of people who've talked about it in the past, and my insights are nothing new, but a, a lot of it just has to do with the situation and, and the kind of social environment in which hip hop emerged. Like yeah. the battles were. The, they were a way to get recognition. They were also a way to uh, express your anger and things outside of physical v violence. You know, yeah. breakdancing is the direct result yeah. from that. And, you know, it's party rocking too, but it's also getting recognition as a person who has no voice 
in the grand scheme of you know things so you yeah. want to have the bigger system you want to get the props and yeah it's, it's a different social component you know, the other thing is like hip-hop is quite collaborative there's like nothing that stops like you and even like say mega jumping on a track together but then yeah. it's like you guys are directly next to each other that is yeah, like some competitiveness that sparks the competition right sure. there. when you're a band you don't you don't play with another band right. and then people like there's no like direct line between like ah oh, this is where Aerosmith started this is where Run DMC's part started it's like no it's just it's all like one right. thing so I think that in hip hop like yeah you oh. directly stand next to each other yeah. so it's like oh, it's gotta be rated right I'm and not. you know there's also uh, an aspect of hip hop culture that comes directly from uh, poverty and not having things you know it is explicitly about like the black condition yeah. uh, and it's not really separate from that in any way whatsoever so when you are the product you want to ag most aggressively make it so you can get most money from it and yeah. if you got somebody next to you you want to make sure that people recognize your product yeah. so you can uh, reap the benefits of not only respect in your community but money in your fucking pocket yeah, yeah. So. i think it keeps it fresh too like the, oh, yeah. just a straight up the yeah. competitive nature of it right. keeps it fresh like you do you listen to like right. like a blues band now it's like it's, it's the same as it was like you know, 30 years ago it's like yeah. the, the nuances some of it have changed but yeah. it doesn't push itself to right. get bigger and bigger yeah. whereas like hip-hop definitely pushes all the time to go to yeah, the next so level. So I guess it comes down to people in hip hop are just more hungry, you know. They just want it. They got something they need, you know. They got something they got to go for. But before yeah. I move on to uh, my next question for you, I, I would just like to punctuate the idea by saying that there are artists out there who are completely making art for their own personal love of it. Yeah. And there's also been a lot of movements within hip hop culture that were based upon. Uh, uh, many of the best movements were based upon communities coming together and expressing yeah. themselves. Uh, I, I come from the West Coast, so when I look at the Project Blowed and the art that came out of that, there was a, and, and even in underground hip hop in the era that I come from, there was a strong anti-capitalist tide and, yeah. and it was focused on staying true to yourself in the art. Back in the day, graph writers would not want to be put up in a gallery because it was selling out. So there, oh, there's shit. a strong anti-capitalist tide in hip-hop, and it's one that um, it doesn't get the attention of the pop industry, but there's a, several cats who are m specifically making music to express themselves and not gain that market share. Yeah. Look at the trajectory of Tyler and Earl. Like, Tyler yeah. went in a trajectory that allowed him to get more ears, allowed him to get more money, and he might be making art that's completely true to him. But Earl has almost no concessions about trying to make music that would please a popular ear, like the popular ear. So, yeah. and but that's, that's a sweet spot. My bad, I didn't mean to interrupt. But I think as, <laughs> I interrupt everybody yeah, on this yeah, show. Yeah, we just yeah. be talking. Yeah, yeah. But I think as, as an artist, you know, if, if I had my, my, my ideal situation, I wouldn't want to be like the top dude in the spotlight like all the time like like drake or wayne or who, who's like young right now like uzi or just just anybody young like that you yeah. know you know i like to be like somebody like somebody like off the top of my head like big crit you know he he he's he's solid his music is solid always been solid and he ain't the biggest name he ain't gonna be like in every conversation but he's making his music doing right. what he gotta do currency you know currency absolutely yeah, currency yeah, yeah. making his currency a, been making his money man just chilling there's just a there's definitely chilling. a differentiation though between like capitalist and like wanting your music 
like people that actually listen right. to it there's like that's a huge gap there there's like right. a lot of middle ground so i think yeah it doesn't mean you want to sell out necessarily right. but the same thing with earl if no one was listening to earl's music like zero people no one knew earl's name would he still be making the same right. music well you know. you have to if, if you want to be an artist and you want to live up your art you have to make an art that people will want to buy and support mm. so there's a balance between expressing yourself as authentically as you can yeah. and also trying Pleasing to get people. people to you know like your shit yeah. and and that's a slippery slope that yeah, a lot of people fucking fall the fuck off yeah what what do you think uh, i'm curious because you you're, you're 10 years younger than me and in hip-hop years that's like four or five generations yeah. of sound you know what i mean the four or five generations of you know just approach sure. and, and ethics and things of that nature so what, what is hip-hop culture to you uh, you know, that's a real broad question, but you know, coming up, just what I would hear on the radio, let me, let me think, let me think about that for a minute. You know, hip hop to me, you know, when I, when I think of it, I think of, I think of rap, you know, I didn't come up on like, you know, like the, the, the B-boys breakdancing and the people DJing and stuff like yeah. that. You know, it was always, it was, I knew what it was, but it wasn't like part of my, part of my daily you know, life experience. Yeah, yeah. Ex exactly. Yeah. You know, hip hop coming up when I was when I was 12, you know, if you ask me that question when I was younger, it would be. And even today, it's the same. You know, hip hop is 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 rap, you know, basic rappers. It, I never really thought of, of the DJ or the break dances or, you know, the hype man or the producer. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, you know, as you know, as I meet people like like when I met, oh, you know, I didn't realize the producer had Ghost Pops. Who the fuck, who the fuck is that? Stop saying it so I can cut the shit out. I'm only cutting out one of those. Now that everybody knows your names. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah, Let me try I, to. I'll fix it. Go ahead, though. You know, but yeah, ever since I started rapping, I, I realized, you know, you can't. This is a type of journey you can't really do by yourself. You know, you got to You need you need these 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 other people who aren't who aren't rappers. You know, I didn't realize how much a producer impacts the artist, you know. You know, and I'm fortunate enough to have like a, an actual producer here to help me and mm -hmm. work with me and, you know, g be on this journey with me. And, you know, it helps me adapt and hey. it gives me different hey. different perspectives that I've never had before. And even meeting somebody like you who, who does the podcast thing, you know, I, I, it's, it's really respectable what, what you're doing here, you know, and, and it's, 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 it's actually pretty humbling, mm -hmm. you know. I don't know if I answered your question, but no, yeah. you did. This is the thing, right? I, I I believe that I come from the last generation of four element minded hip hop heads. It's become so different now, and and, and the majority of the youth identify with hip hop culture is in the exact same way that you do, largely as rap music, and they don't make distinctions between the popular uh, the popular expression of rap versus whatever happens within hip-hop communities that are local you know what i mean so it's, like it's a strange post, thing they post like their sales their album sales now like on twitter and shit mm. like to battle each other that seems kind of ridiculous to mm. me it doesn't so, make you the goat because right. you sold the most right so, right I don't know. so what what do you value in in rap in lyricism like what's important to you and, and what do you think like oh let, let's start there. What is it? What what makes a, a dope rapper to you? Uh, that's a good question. You know, coming up, well actually, when I first started rapping, right, you know, I always looked up to J Cole, Kendrick, Jay Z. You know, somebody with a message and somebody who could you know articulate that thing right. eloquently. You know, and I when I when I first started rapping, I kind of wanted to be like them. You yeah. know, so when I when I first, I first started rapping, yeah. yeah, 
So like the the first few songs we would make, you know, I would treat it like an essay. I would go on the internet, pick a topic, you know, read, take notes, make an outline, and like treat it like an essay that rhymed, you know. But and that's kind of how I, I thought about it. But you know, there's something to be said about the dudes who are real clever with the punchlines, real, real, real interesting just to listen to. So you gotta kind of find a, a, a happy medium between saying something meaningful and being interesting enough for people to listen to. Cause you know, when I came up, I didn't really respect, not, not, not serious. I would, no, so no, I would, I would consider, real. I would consider, you know, when I first heard Soldier Boy, you know, everybody, he wasn't, he wasn't my, uh, I wouldn't look at him and be like, yo, he's, he's the best rapper ever, you know, but he is a rapper. He is a part of hip hop. He's a, he's a big part of it. And you know he 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 changed the game for a yeah. lot of people. Oh yeah, undoubtedly. Yeah, so that that kind of that kind of charisma is undeniable, you know. But but uh, yeah, when it comes to lyric, oh go ahead. I was go gonna ask you which do you think is more difficult to do. So you were approaching it in a different way before, and now that you're you're trying to approach it in like a punchline, trying to make it interesting and yeah. things. Which one do you think is more difficult to write? I think you know coming up. You know the people you listen to they're the people you aspire to be like right and you know i think you know through my experiences i think you know treating it if i were to try to write a verse like j cole or kendrick and try to make it try to make it what's the word conscious uh i would say that's a little more difficult maybe maybe, maybe right. insightful yeah you know yeah, what i mean yeah. use that word yeah but i would say that's a little more difficult that's a little bit more of a chore you know, I would actually right, go on right. the internet and do research about it. But that that snappy stuff, the punchlines, you know, that's fun. You know, and yeah. and that's that's what's hitting now. So, but at the same time, I still want to. I still got something to say. You know, yeah. So I've it. been yeah. I've been trying to find that trying to find that balance between it. Right. Yeah, agreed. And, yeah, I mean that's what it, you know. Um, there is a lot of fucking rappers. There's been a lot of rap styles, and there's a lot of different things that you can value and appreciate about rap. Like, I see a different value and appreciation in Soldier Boy than I do with uh, Loaded Lux or uh, Cannabis or a fucking Eminem or Cannabis. You know, th there's just such a variety of people who approach it from any way. And, and with rap, you can really do anything you want with words and that's yeah. that's a really beautiful thing about it but when it comes to the youthful music my position is I, I i like the guys who are making you know more contemporary pop uh rap sounding music highly trap inspired but there also has to be for me to continue listening there has to be something personal there yeah. or something insightful it doesn't 100%. mean that i need you to tell me uh you know uh, about you know you know fucking capitalism or like uh yeah, yeah. Or, or philosophy or some bullshit but there has to be something there that's insightful yeah. you know or personal like tupac wasn't giving us you know socialism bar he wasn't giving us like yeah. super political bars but he had a viewpoint that was so insightful to the world around him that those things naturally came out yeah. there's a big difference between talking about wearing gucci all the time and talking about living yeah. on the street and having to survive well, to yeah. me so, yeah. so that that balance is good and it's something that that i notice in your music it's not fixed in any like single part of those two perspectives it's yeah. not like here's some dumb shit where i'm just going to talk about you know 
getting hoes, accumulating money yeah, or some bullshit. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's also not like, yo, here goes a sermon for you or here goes a, yeah, a political You don't want to sound too right. preachy, you know? Yeah. You, you got a good balance, though. I, I work with a lot of artists, right? And it's like, the one thing I find about Jordan's, like, lyricism is a lot of the time I find myself, like, nodding my head in agreement with, like, something that he said. Like, I'm like, yeah, 100%, I agree. Like, and I feel that message in there. And I feel like you, you, John's got a good way of rapping that, like, you know, like, wrapping it into, like, something else. Mm -hmm. So it's not, like, it's, you know, just beating over the head with it. Like, if you listen to, like, Tupac's first record, it was kind of, like, what right. he was going for, right? Mm -hmm. It's very, like, direct. And then the later stuff, he's, like, he's got things to say, but then it's, like, wrapped up in other stuff. Right. And it's, like, more digestible in a way, like, for pop culture. Right. So I think finding that balance is so difficult. Yeah, I think Jordan's got challenge. good. Yeah, As a rapper, that's been my biggest, that's been my biggest uh, hurdle to get over. And I think I'm, I'm, I'm finally seeing out the side. Who, who are some of, like, the kind of uh, archetypes for you? Like, people who you look at their style and approach to their music and find value in it. People that you, you like that rap. I'm not asking for like your favorite rappers, but I'm just saying, you know, people that you appreciate. Who who would some of those people be? I like that question. Uh, let me see off the top of my head. You know, let I, me let you think for a second. I uh, just want to go okay, ahead and give a course. shout out to these background beats that have been going on for the last <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> this is Nair B. If you like this sound going on in the background, really chill rainy day vibes. Uh, this is uh, one of his albums, not Jet Black Hair. This is, jeez, uh, I forget the name of it. But, yeah, you can find this on Spotify. This song is called Dreaming of You. Oh, from A Wandering Soul. Yeah. Check out this episode. It's got ghost pops on it. That's right. <laughs> if you don't like Nebby, I'll fight you. Yeah, you you're alive. <laughs> if you're an old man with a hammer, we coming for you. <laughs> yeah. Somebody well, tried to some, do that to our guy. some throwbacks <laughs> then. But, yeah, uh, your favorites, yeah. your your value. Rappers, I would say rappers that I admire, you know, just regarding that hustle and things like that. And just the whole package, you know. They might not be the best lyricists, but they got something else to offer on it, on, a, on another mm -hmm. end. Uh, just But, yeah, just off the top of my head, you know, I would think, uh, you know, ASAP Rocky, right? He's not the, you know, when I listen to his music, I don't leave it here in thinking to myself like yo he just said some some real ill shit but he's 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 for lack of a better word he's cool in his presentation and like just everything he does is like is like what's the word dope yeah. you know he's just a dope individual as an artist you know uh his his last joint, um, well, no, not his his last. Well, yeah, I don't think he came out with this new joint, but testing that came out in two thousand eighteen. Uh -huh. That was one of my favorite albums. I, well, right. that year I listened to like a hundred and seventy new hip hop albums yeah, that I came bet. out. But <laughs> that was top thirty. I thought it was really good, and I've liked how he's grown as an artist. But yeah. it's exactly that. It's um, it, it it's not like uh, dumbed down completely it's creative it's all him it's his persona express and uh, he's got a good ear for music so yeah, yeah. people I like, have to I like feel him. like they know you yeah I feel when testing I is hard man. that album yeah. is really fucking good yeah and I didn't also, care for him when he first came out but I like him now yeah. people kind of grow on you it was yeah. like that with Joey Badass too fuck with Joey Badass I remember man. that yeah. mm. his new shit is dope the, yeah. the, the light package EP the light yeah. EP yeah that shit I is hard his, I like his shit like on the West Side Gun no doubt fuck with joey badass uh, man. yeah and capital steez you know r.i.p rest in peace yeah yeah he, he was real dope real yeah. dope you know these are the people who i would listen to 
before I even started rapping. You know, just to like like give me get give me into it and everything like that. Who's, who's but, the top three? Oh, go. Oh, right. But right now, you know, and I ain't saying it's just like hop on a bandwagon or nothing. But but Juice World, you know, really, yeah, gotta admire. You know, you know his music. You know, it, it's crazy. You could like actually like hear who he was in his songs. You know, and that that's really all you really want in an artist. Yeah. You wanna you know you wanna walk away feeling like you you know them a little bit more. And I think you know. He's the epitome of that, as of right now, off the top yeah. of my head. That's a tragic passing, too, man. Yeah. Like, uh, way fucking young. Yeah. How old was he? I actually don't know. 21. Like 21? Yeah. yeah. Super young. But he made a tremendous impact. So. Yeah, he really did. Yeah, he that did. is crazy. I, I, yeah. I listen to his music, but it's not something that spoke to me, mm-hmm. you know, uh, on a personal level. Yeah, a lot is, of his songs are hit yeah. and miss for me, but the ones I really like, I really like. Yeah. yeah. I think he was on Eminem's album. Eminem even saw value in yeah, him. Yeah, there's a, song a with him, yeah. I saw completely that interview with him. Yeah. different approach to making yeah. music. So, and he was one of those dudes that could like he was like rapping, rapping like he could freestyle for for forever, and then he'd go in the booth and he would sing, and then and then he hit you with something else. Yeah, he he was yeah yeah. He was yeah, that's that really way. dope. I think yeah. actually, uh, I think you're kind of moving into that now. I feel like like you definitely have like a wider scope of that stuff that you're doing yeah, I, need, so, yeah. I need something else in the bag yeah. to pull out you know definitely yeah one for the ladies yeah, <laughs> yeah. well i mean i I, ex- I totally expect your your sound to evolve as you uh evolve as an artist and i'm looking forward to checking it out always down so, still man yeah. I, I got some questions about like coming to tokyo and your experiences here and shit like that what what made you want to come to japan that's a good question man are you I, like a fucking weeb uh, like some type of crazy anime bit, man. I mean, a, a, a little fucking bit. Weed. Put him no, on I mean, when, I, when I was in elementary school, I, when nobody was looking, I would run to the cafeteria like Naruto. I would, yeah. I would, I would, I would do it. I really would. No doubt. You know, I try. I mean, I used to scream this my head off trying to, to be a super saiyan. You know, I mean, when, I, I when I was real little. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, of course. You know, I grew up on on anime. I'm a big anime fan. I rep that till I die. You know, it's a cool thing to do nowadays. It's like yeah. a youth culture type of thing yeah. to be an anime. Well, I mean, yeah. it, it's so much more ubiquitous now. For, for you when I was young like we just didn't have all that access to it uh-huh. like that you know? yeah, but, yeah. but we liked it but back then uh, you weren't cool if you liked it yeah. you weren't cool yeah. if you if you had a Dragon Ball Z poster like yeah, that I didn't tell anybody I, mean? so. I, I watched <laughs> I watched anime it, it didn't really it's, it didn't really get popular like that yeah. until I was like an adult it's like it right. feels like it's intrinsically linked like into hip hop now yeah right would you like say they that they just go yeah. together yeah but I was, yeah I was talking to um who was it? Submerse. I was yeah. talking to Submerse and Stupid Kozo about this, how um, so many different companies and so many different artists have started incorporating um, Japanese, you know, Kana into their yeah. into their designs. Super yeah. Dry, the, the British company, is completely like, they don't even have stores here, but their whole shit is just using, yeah. you know, uh, Japanese iconography. Uh, uh, iconography um, iconography excuse me uh, icono- iconography uh, iconography for their shit and that's a real like a, a real nasty boy type of joint yeah, to do yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean mm-hmm. but yeah. but yeah yeah you win this time devil <laughs> but but um, are you referring to me or the actual devil <laughs> I'm, t- I'm talking about uh, I don't know man <laughs> Nation of Islam Obama just pops out every once in a while no but but yeah it's, it's um it's it's interesting to me uh, because like it's kind of I guess it's kind of dope. But the same thing happened with 
comic books. Like I've been reading comic yeah, books most of my life, yeah. and yeah, now they're they're so pop culture that like yep. you you meet a person with a uh, you know. Um, a, a Deadpool shirt on and you're like oh did you read the you know the Joe Kelly run like oh I just nope. saw the movie it's like nope. alright yeah, yeah, yeah I feel exactly, that exact yeah. pain yeah. yeah it's like I'm reading comic yeah. books right now and shit and, and you know if I ask a person like oh yeah I like the X-Men too man Gambit's cool I was like yo nobody likes Gambit man. yeah yeah <laughs> ain't nobody like Gambit fam except for people so that deep. only saw the cartoon and That's shit so like, deep, you, know, you don't read comic yeah. books actually you and I have had a conversation about like if they're gonna make a Moon Knight like oh, TV yeah. show or movie and mm. I was saying which I version? hope they don't, because yeah. they won't do it properly. They They're could. gonna do it halfway. But it's like it's Marvel's so grim. Been okay with that shit. It's so grim. See, it's like I never, yeah, I never really grew up on, on a comic book thing. I could never get into. Oh, the it. bubble pop before you. I mean, that's true. The bubble pop yeah. when I was a kid, uh, and uh, yeah. and it became like if you were a comic book head, you were one of the few. You know, there wasn't people yeah, really rocking true. with it for yeah. a whole minute. Yeah, I never understood. I had it. the trading cards and all that. I uh, still have like a crazy collection. Uh, probably got, I mean, I like, got yeah, this Marvel is Marvel uh, yeah. card series too. That's yeah, ninety one. Yeah. I I remember it. buying those as they were uh, coming yeah, out and me shit. Too. So, yeah. but but yeah, I, the anime thing is just you know I don't watch like Inuyasha and I, I watch a few, but I just don't identify with the the symbol. Like the symbolism and the usage of it yeah. in pop culture, yeah. but you you are a big anime. Would you describe yourself as a big anime yeah, fan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did it, it, it's a, it's a is it definitely. a primary reason why you wanted to come to Japan? Just kind of uh, be nah, closer actually, to I came to Japan completely on. Uh, well, I'll tell you the story. So, uh, I was at home, graduated college, finished looking for a job. It was mad difficult. I got a job. I found a job, but I hated it. So my dad comes in i'm sitting on the couch in the living room in my dad's house he comes in the room he's like yo you found a job yet and i'm like nah he was like he's passing through so he's like why don't you look for a job in japan and i said japan why and he didn't really have a reason i think like he had a, a friend who or a co-worker who i have no idea he's never mm. been here before so That's yeah wild. So he's Your like, dad yeah. is black? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he could have said anywhere yeah. in the world, but he said Japan. I don't know why he said it. So yeah, I uh, went on Google while I was sitting right there, found a job in 30 minutes, applied, got a got an email the next morning, got an interview the next week, got a job in a month, and then mm. I was gone two months later. That's no awesome. shit. Yeah. What'd That's you go great. to college for? I actually, I started, I went there to study medicine, wanted to be a doctor, do all that stuff, but... Couldn't afford the textbooks, man, and and that's why you want to be a rapper to get those textbooks done. <laughs> so I, I st so I was like, yo, it's no point in in trying to be here if I might. And I didn't like the classes, thought I was gonna flunk out. So I was like, yo, I don't even like this stuff. So I should change my major. So I changed mm. it to English, and you know, I'm I'm teaching. I enjoy teaching. Mm. English was always easy. You know, writing is always something that came easy to me. So yeah, yeah I just did what I was good at. Mm. And yeah, word, man. I mean. uh we all find ourselves out here and for different reasons shit like my my whole the way my shit played out is much different than yours but yeah. it's a wonderful place man yeah you know yeah. but never would have thought i would see stuff like this so how have your experiences been out here you um having a like a good time smooth selling or you face a lot of adversity cats with dreadlocks usually don't have a good time yeah i know right the <laughs> yeah actually when i first started when i first got here you know i had to clean cut you know doing the, the the teaching thing it was cool didn't really you know you know the culture here is very reserved so if somebody did have a problem with me i wouldn't know about it yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's so it's really always like 
a feeling or a vibe you know i can't really call it mm. if i feel like somebody somebody's view of me was if somebody's view of me was in a negative light you know i wouldn't know you know it would just be a, like yeah. a vibe mm. but uh yeah other than little things like people don't sit next to me on on the subway or the train but especially around like now i don't want nobody to sit next to me on yeah. the train yeah, yeah, so i'm yeah. cool with that but uh yeah other than that everybody i meet has been generally cool I got searched by the police last night for the first time mm, yeah. in Kabukicho, and that was a little invasive. First time in three yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yo, me and Shug, we like convinced him. Like we, uh, we congratulated him. We were like, "Oh man, cool, <laughs> you did it." Popped your chair. I wonder what like, they call that. Like when you get stopped by the cops, is is a black man in the United States? I've heard it referred to as the black bar mitzvah, because usually it happened when you were a kid, right? Like yeah. I mean, the first time I got stopped, I must have been. 15 14 years old so we call it a black bar mitzvah i don't know what they call it out here but shit I've been funnily, funnily, so enough, funnily enough i was uh what happened last night was the the most violated i felt like in, in the u.s i never had any 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 negative issues with the police even mm. when i was doing something i shouldn't have been doing you know it's always been positive they've been cool i've never had mm. an issue with a police officer as a black man in america but last night, last night was cool. It wasn't too bad, but it did feel like it was a little much, you know. It was the most yeah. I've ever had. It was the most. It was the biggest running I've had with the police mm. in my life, you know. And, and it been, wasn't that bad. I've but. been body checked eight times so far oh. in the, the years I've been here, and one time it was crazy. It's like they're driving, and they literally like, like pulled over like across the street, stopped mm. the car, and like three of them got out jumped in front of me i was like i was walking from my studio to the station i look my studio is like two mm. minutes away and i was like really yeah and it's like they go through all your shit yeah and you gotta just be just you know that Chappelle show skit when keeping it real goes wrong <laughs> yeah. you gotta just be amicable and be like yes sir no, no. So cool yeah, yeah you good I, all right cool peace i guess you you asked me earlier why i stopped drinking and uh mm. one of the reasons is the way that i found myself responding to the police officers because yeah. i've been yeah. stopped yeah. A, i've been stopped a lot of times one of the main reasons that I wanted to move from my neighborhood that I lived in before here is that I got stopped like six times in like five and a half months, six months. Wow. And um, I even went to the Coban. I was like, look, dog, like I fucking live here. Why is everybody fucking stopping me all the time? Like I see other foreigners who don't have as much melanin as me just you know walking as i'm getting stopped like yeah, they're not exactly, even being checked yeah, exactly, out yeah. and i was like there's a there's a reason and one of them is that you know one of the large the biggest crime that's committed by foreigners out here is overstaying your visa that's it. and the other crimes we ain't doing that shit we ain't that's killing it. we ain't raping we ain't yeah. fucking yeah. fighting Black it's all japanese best shit. behavior out right here. Yeah, and, you know, the thing it, is, yeah. it's like generally, um, I'm not sure. I know for Americans, the black folks that are out here are usually from uh, middle class families and also yeah. are college educated. Yeah. And yeah. it's like we're not doing crime out here like exactly. that. Yeah. And so, yeah, it depends a lot on where you're at. Like out here in Ikebukuro, I haven't been stopped once. But it's I think it's because they focus on the Chinese community yeah. out here because it's a growing Chinese. Uh, it. Yeah, yeah. So I've been lucky, but. I, I was stopped. Um, it was me, Phonics, and two other cats, um, two other black um, black brothers and shit, right? But you know, Phonics is a tall, like six foot two, three white dude. You know, he he got a little bit of a beard, but he was with all of us, and all of us got stopped. And they particularly was all up in Phonics's bag and shit. Oh, so it, really? a lot of times, I don't think that it is necessarily um, 
black folks that get singled out. It's the foreigners and where you happen to be. Yeah. If you look different, you're going to catch the otherness. Yeah, to yeah. be fair, you're in Kabukichur. You had a bag. You're yeah, waiting for someone. You're yeah. waiting for someone. Yeah. You're yeah. just waiting for me because, of course, I was fucking late. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to start telling you yeah. different times and shit. Podcasts yeah. start at 4. Come <laughs> to now, 2.30, dog. Just yeah, come through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I guess it's that's, that situation. Like, I, I worked out in Kabukichur for a long time, like, out there. And it's like, I mean, John, you can attest, like, you know, it's, uh, I know every, every like, spot, every mm. bit. I know who owns what street, where you can go, where yeah. you're going to get body checked, where you're not going to get body checked. And it's like, I've been body checked in Kabukicho one time, mm. ever. That was it. Mm. And, yeah, it's like, uh, I think you had the right to do it, actually. Mm. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I look I sus. Understood. Yeah, I, I understood like, why they did it. Yeah. Yeah. I have tattoos yeah. all over my hands and shit. Yeah. It's like, I mean, of course I think. It's, it's I just... I'm going to have a negative reaction to anybody that tries to stop me. You know what I mean? Like sure. if you're my people. And so like I, I was, I was having negative reactions to the police. At one point I even threw my backpack at them and they were apologetic. And that was a bad move on my behalf. And it yeah. caused me to question the way that I was responding to them. Cause I was uh, responding like some, you know what I mean? Like some really, fucking privileged American like I've got rights yeah I came at him with the Karen like I don't know I'm, I know the fucking law yeah I was I was wilding out though but I also had a sinus infection and I still went to work so I'm coming home and I was just in a mood and uh, where were you yeah, at? Yeah. I was in Komagome uh, in Bunkyoku a couple stations down and you know I'm walking, there's a variety of, it, it's like 8 o'clock at night, you know, people going out, and there's a variety of foreigners on a thing, and I see these two bicycle cops go past me, and I didn't make eye contact with them, I, I intentionally kind of like, you know, diverted my eyes, yeah. but I was like, they're going to stop me, and yeah. so, sure enough, they turned right the fuck around, yep. and I was yeah. like, why are you stopping me, and I was pointing out all the, the white folks walking past i was like why ain't you stopping yeah. them they you think they they japanese and they supposed to be here and it's like nah 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 and they was looking they wanted to see my bag and i was like why i just showed you my my visa i'm supposed to be here they're like oh security security and i and after arguing with them that that's that's not even appropriate to go through my bag which is all school supplies um finally i let them see my bag and inside of the bag i had mad medication because i had a sinus infection uh. and Yo, you know how they got those backpacks that got the little joint at the top, right? It's just a small pocket. My man just searched my bag, only opened up this small pocket, looks in there, sees a variety of fucking pills, closes it, and gives me the bag back. So I'm like, you guys were harassing me to search my bag and then didn't even search my bag. So I started throwing shit out of my bag Uh on the ground and at them. And once I got all the shit out, I tossed, I didn't throw it at him to, to harm him, but I tossed him the bag, the backpack to be like, look in there. And, you know, they were like, oh, sorry, sorry. And I'm like, how the fuck are they? apologetic i walked away from that yo they're like that was stupid as fuck yeah yeah stupid as fuck because i could have i could have been in jail for you know 20 23 days yeah they write that shit down too just any foreigners listening it's like every interaction you have with the police they make a report about it even even your little uh body check last night they wrote that shit down they took that on record so if you act belligerent they write that shit it's not smart yeah it is not smart to like the the like amount of elbow room that we have out here is really strange like you could really be drunk and falling down the street and be good to go (laughs) but you but but sometimes man with the right type of circumstances you might find yourself in jail for 23 days without 
any contact. I had a I had a homie who Dang. got belligerently drunk and got into a fight with some other foreigners in uh, Shibuya. We was looking for him. Like we could not find his ass, and we, you know, so eventually we found out he was in jail. That fool was in there eating all types of fish heads and shit Dang. for fucking twenty three days. They held him, Dang. and then when he got out, the only thing he had to do was pay for the guy's doctor visit because the guy had a cut, and so he went to the doctor. He had to pay like five thousand yen uh, to to the guy that he harmed, and that was it. No charges. That's crazy. Pretty fucking wild. So yeah, if you listen to you young, especially if you young and black with locks, like just. Fight them. <laughs> Just, you know what I mean? Go to war. Like, go out of your way to do I, it. I will say the thing is, like, there's a lot of cops out here, and there's not a lot of crime out here. Well, I mean, not that's happening out on the street, like petty crime, right? So they bored, man. And yeah, right. also it's like, but at the same time, it's like, you know, we I've been body checked a lot. I've never been hit. I've never been shot at. Yeah. They never pulled they were real a weapon on me, yeah. of course. So it's yeah. like, it's, uh, I'm from South Africa. There's something to be said yeah. about that. The police, they're just, you know, yeah. it's a mild inconvenience, mm-hmm. let's yeah. be honest. It's, and it is bullshit. It's like when you go through TSA at the airport, mm. it's bullshit. But you know, yeah. you're going on vacation and they're there, they got to work. That's right. why they work at TSA. Right. So it's like, yeah. Y'all feel safer out here? Like, um, one thing that I noticed personally is Definitely. that I've let my, my, the sharpness of like keeping my body in shape really decline because there's like uh, almost a no threat of violence. And I started thinking about this because I had an actor in here on the podcast named Alexander Hunter. And Alex is probably 6'2", but he's fucking baki. That fool is, is swole. Hench. You know what I mean? He, he Yeah, he, 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 he working out. So he got big ass traps and shit. And I was thinking like, yo, in the States, I'd be around cats like that. I want to make sure that, you know, I, my Brazilian jiu-jitsu game is dope. My hands are sharp and I could still, you know, lift some weights and be solid. But out here, I let that slide because there is almost no threat of violence. But being around yeah. a big ass dude, I'm like, oh, man, if I have to fight him, I'm going to have to get the single leg, you know, get him an arm triangle. You know what I mean? Like I'm mm. thinking of because right. that's just how programmed I am from being in shitty situations. Yeah, you that's know? fair. But out here, it's super safe. You feel safe all yeah, the time? Yeah, definitely like, feel safe. This you is let not your even guard a, down? Is yeah, that most you with a hammer slipping or most down. Yeah. Like, whatever that sense is that make you want to, like, look over your shoulder or, like, or not carry so much cash, which you, it's kind of, that kind of fades away out mm-hmm. here. Yeah, yeah I'll be safe like, as fuck. I was, like, counting... I was like counting money on the street. Like, yeah, I would never do that. I was like, home. exactly right. It's like I got taught never to do. I know how to like count my money without looking at it. To like just having it in my pocket and like flicking yeah. through it. And it's like I almost never do that shit yeah. anymore. So I mean, something to say just to play devil's advocate. Yeah. It's like I mean, you know, the cops and all that. But it's like, man, we live oh, in. I'm I'm not going like back, dog. I'm, I'm staying. Like I'm living that. out here. Yeah, that's it. Me too. Yeah, this. I get uh, why many people stay out here. Yeah. You got a Japanese girlfriend? Vietnamese, actually. Oh, Vietnamese. Yeah. She, she's Japanese. She she's a Japanese national though. Nah, she actually she she. Oh my bad. She's here. She's going to school. Oh okay. Yeah, so she's, she's you need to go ahead and just drop that. Find you a Japanese chick <laughs> so you get that visa, dog. <laughs> I'm fucking with you, but yeah. And I I have every Shout intention out. of staying out here. <laughs> I, I'm married. I'm married to an Okinawan with with a daughter. So, yeah, I have no intentions of going back to the states. Settle yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yo, healthcare, boom. I know, right? Oh, yeah, that's a problem for boom. you guys, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a problem yeah. for us and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Go back there and die of diabetes and shit because you can't that's buy so insulin. You know it's, what I mean? That is really nice. I didn't, I didn't, I took that for granted, you know, before I, you know, as you get older, you get a little mm. sicker. I'm all yeah. right, but, you know, 
Oh, dog, yeah. once you hit like 32, it's going to be like, damn. It's, oh, like, say, you, it's yeah. like, oh, I'm just going to go to the doctor because I got a headache and shit. Yeah. <laughs> $5 dollars right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, every time I'm, you get pain or something, you're like, I'm like oh, that that's now. how I die. Yeah. 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 I was, it's on the way to work, so yeah. might as well pop I, in. I mean, uh, sometimes you find a cast like, yo, I, I was, um, I, I thought I found a little lump on my balls and shit, right? <laughs> And, oh and I had my wife check it out. She's like, yeah, I feel a little bit of something, but, you know, it's not big. But I went to the doctor's office and I was like, yo, I'm dying. I got testicular yeah, yeah, cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remove it right now. Save me. I'll get a prosthetic testicle in the shape of a dodecahedron or something ill like that. But <laughs> just cut it out. So save me. I got to live. You know what I mean? And I went to the guy and he could visually see that like, oh, man, this fool feel like he got something going. But, yo, this motherfucker. Yeah, dodecahedron testicles, dog. You know what I mean? Perfect solids. You know the vibes, man. <laughs> Those platonic solids. Like, why would you don't. want it? You don't know the five platonic solids? All right. Anyways, but I mean, do the do the knowledge, dog. I mean, the dodecahedron testicles. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, man. Is that That's the name of this podcast? Yeah. Dodecahedron ball. I don't want to do that to Jay. Maybe. But, but no, I went in there and and folks, the doctor, man, he pulled out the little uh, sonogram joint. He looked so angry to just be touching my balls. I bet. And I felt, you know, I feel uncomfortable with the shit, too. It wasn't like I was relishing in joy to make this man uncomfortable. I'm sitting there, like, trying to look up, you know what I mean? Like, while he got he got my balls cupped in his hand with the little joint, man, it's tough times, dog. Mm. But, yo, I'm good. That's I'm well survive. funny. I don't, get, I don't get no tetrahedron testicles and shit like that. That's, man, that's crazy. Yeah. Get a Bluetooth on yo yo that, yo all right jay final question before we take a break like yeah. if oh, you yeah. if you had to get a prosthetic testicle what what type <laughs> of uh, testicle would you get uh some what's what's the hardest substance probably like titanium or something like that mm. uh something. why you want to weaponize yeah. your testicle yeah, yeah why not right if i'm gonna get uh, a prosthetic it's gonna doing? be something it's so, gonna be something tough so and when you balls deep you really beating it up she got bruises and shit so to speak yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i know the vibe go hard or go home yeah what you oh got what, what you got ghost pops uh i'm like i'm gonna go with the bluetooth speaker because yeah. <laughs> uh like what yeah. shape like a dr dre pill uh, no, that's too much so yeah. yeah maybe like a triangle so it's just like <laughs> it looks like original you mean like a but a, yeah. like a like a tetrahedron like a 3d yeah, right. triangle yeah, right yeah, that's a tetrahedron that. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, right. yeah. see you on a platonic <laughs> solid vibes yeah. too yeah. see i don't want the sharp edges but i want edges so i need to get the 20-sided die that's what it looked like it looked like a DD &D dice a dodecahedron you know what i mean yeah, okay, actually uh, yeah, yeah the, the the D and D dice. That's such a good idea. Yeah. I changed my answer. Uh, mm. I want the D and D dice. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean. Dice on the ground. <laughs> Rolling twenties. Hey, but um, we're gonna go ahead and take a break, and then we'll come back. Uh, we're gonna do the musical share type of thing. Mega Late Show yeah. episode number one hundred eighteen. Keep it J locked. Jay, the protagonist. Let's do some social media uh, joints. How about you yeah. tell us where where you at, Jay? Oh, oh yeah. You can follow me on uh, IG. By all means, J the protagonist is all one word. I know protagonist can be hard to spell for some of y'all. But you know, you know, just Google That's that insane. Do do your thing. If you that, can't spell protagonist, seriously. Uh, we we um we actually this out. podcast is only listened to by uh intellectuals, so <laughs> they won't have that problem. So we ain't got no issue. No, yeah. But yeah, follow me on, on Instagram and that's where I be at mostly. Facebook don't bother. Uh but yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna be on Twitter, Spotify. Listen to Apple me, Apple Music, everything, yeah, everything, man, whatever platform, you, whatever man. you got. Shazam, title. We out here, we coming, we we in full force. We got we got everything in the pocket. What you want? I just reach in my pocket. You good? What you what you need? What you Boom. need, man? I got you. Boom. Yeah, yeah. What you got? Uh, Ghost me. pops. Uh, I'm on IG. Ghost pops. The last O's a zero. 
want to get technical with it. I know that pops can be difficult to spell, but uh, yeah. So Ghost Pops, I'm on IG. I'm on uh, I'm on every streaming service mm. possible. I'm on IG Music and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, uh, so I, I got a lot though. of stuff. Yeah, this is fucking relaxing. Man. There what be. The there we go. We going out. Ooh. <laughs> You know, when you said your name was Ghost Pops and you, you said it was like a South African uh, like snack or some shit, yeah, right? Yeah, it's a maize snack, yeah. I thought it was like a play on Bill Cosby, Ghost Dad, <laughs> which is also hard. Oh, okay. Even though, you know, Dr. Huxtable is Dr. the largest Huxtable. goon, I, the biggest goon. Dr. Huxtable raised me, man. That's a difficult, yeah. that's a difficult yeah, situation, yo, you need, man. You need better father figures, dog. Like uh, Nation of, his, uh, you Nation of Islam, look, Obama. Look, yeah, I mean, look at me, of course. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you still got Mr. T. Yo, Mega Late Show, episode 118. We'll be back. Keep it locked. Listen to, listen to this shit. Crown, crown.